Welcome, everybody, to Season 2, Episode 8 of The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. And today, we are joined by one of our besties and star of this episode, Kirsten Nelson. She's so good in this episode. We will talk all about Episode 8, Rob-a-bye, Baby. This episode is chock full of psych premonitions, pineapple sightings, and insider stories. So enjoy. Kirsten's so good in it. Did I already say that? You still haven't found your your uh, iconic uh, psychologist in glasses? Not not yet, but I have a new place that I think they might be. So I'm gonna I will have them for the next time. But these people, it was. Uh, I do like these. I, I think they went over okay. No, they went. They're great. I mean, there's something. There's slightly Farrah which is there's a nice sort of 70s, 80s thing. Oh, Farrah I like that. I like that. Tim, I like the white shirt. You're looking very summery. Uh, it pulled out a little linen for um, some spring fling. I spring love it. Fling. It's still, we just it's still bring spring break, so um, mm. it's getting hot out there. So I went with the linen. It is really hot out there. And Kirsten, hi guys. Yes, it is very hot out there, but I'm wearing long sleeves. This you is are denim. denim. It looks good. I like the blue. Yeah, you know, it's in honor of Tim not showing his chicken arms. <laughs> Thank you. Ha! <laughs> you listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. You have been. You have been. Now I'm, now I'm, no, no, I'm like, I just gave myself away that I actually listened to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that giving anything away? Uh, I love it. I love it. Yay. Oh, Kirsten, it's so good to see you. It's great to see you too, you guys. Hi. Hi. And Tim, Hi. it's always good to see you. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. This episode was, um, Kirsten, you are so funny in this episode. Uh, that was fun. Stupid yeah, right? funny. I wrote it down multiple times. Kirsten, so good. Kirsten, so good. Kirsten, circle star. Circle that star. That take was circle star. That's um, actually, that's that's one of my main notes too is um, how. Kirsten, circle star. That was yeah. one of your main yeah. notes. <laughs> Well, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Just because I do it on on an iPad, so I can't. I'm not. I mean, it would be dumb if I took a sharpie and wrote all over my screen. But um, no, you're intensely funny in this episode. Every scene, you just you kill it in this one, and it's it's a big Kirsten Nelson episode. It's a it, Kirsten Nelson episode. That it, this might be one of like the first Kirsten. Yeah, I was like, just hey, gonna say, other than other team. than you giving birth, this is I think the, and even even other than that, this is the first really like chief fake episode. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a yeah. chief Vicky storyline happening here, and you so, killed it. Shabam! Right, that's my golf swing. If you saw it, that was my golf swing. Oh, I did. It was good. It was a hole in one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I sunk it. Sunk totally. it. Nothing but Drink. cup. Cup. <laughs> um, yeah. And is this? How, how would you rate your podcast? Is it family friendly? Is it mm. uh, explicit at times? Does it get a little raunchy? Like, what would you say is the the rated level? And I'm asking this for a reason. I um, would say, go ahead, Tim. What would you no, say? No, I was going to say, there is, we get to do, we, the rating they give us on, the thing is, um, I can't remember the word they use, the term. Explicit, right? It might, they might use explicit. I mean, there's no F-bombs, but there is, but we do oh. podcast the shit out of it, so. Oh, so there you go. That's yeah. like a little, ooh, that's a little spice. I it's think a there little... have been some F-bombs. Really? There, 
Um, That's not maybe, true. Maybe not. Maybe we haven't F-bombed it around. I, maybe not. I don't think, I don't know, I don't think we the, have. Yeah. I don't know who, who would be the most likely to F-bomb it. Uh, I don't know. Probably me. <laughs> well, if, no. if it's, if it's um, me forgetting my lines, then it's certainly me. Because whenever, whenever I would forget lines, I would often go on a tirade of the bluest words I could even I could ever think of. Yeah, yeah. It's I, really funny. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I remember you dropping, dropping, dropping. Oh, explicit, explicit on set. So Tim, good luck. Don't forget your lines here. I I think I've managed um, all the episode, the podcast episodes so far without intensely offensive language. I think so. I think I have too, honestly. And I think um, it's interesting because I think sometimes the subject, I mean, we are like, it's a lighthearted show. It's a blue sky show. It's super funny, but it is, there are murders and there are, you know, so I don't know. I I don't know. And then we, you know, we talk about how how much we like to, uh, we enjoy the, the, the drinking and, uh, and, and we've talked about some gambling, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's probably, you, you know, I was like, we're not Amish <laughs> or Quakers. No, no, but we, you know, maybe we should be Mormon. Although every Kirsten, now and then I, Kirsten, I do think you come from Quaker parts of the country. Don't you? Me? Yeah. Are there Quakers in your family? No, I got a whole bunch of Lutherans, uh, but um, I'm just totally know, making this up. Mid- I don't even yeah, you're just making this up as you go what? along. Now that's what the Midwest is for—a whole bunch of good, sold people. <laughs> Fine morals, <Good> sold um, <laughs> people, old people, the good sold people. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh God, that's my favorite with Kirsten. I love when it comes out. I love when it comes out. And then I love when you just deliberately do it like you just did. I love it so much. I don't think we ever got any uh, Vic um, with your real accent, Kirsten. Hmm, no, we haven't. I think it slipped in. Oh gosh. Oh, come on. Oh, um, <laughs> oh no, gosh. It slipped in with, uh, with Jane, with Jane Lynch. When uh, when she was there, because her also from Chicago, yes, yeah, yeah, hers comes out so super strong at times, and uh, I think she said something, and we were talking. That's why in Psych Three, when I kind of do the hat dog, you know, when we were at the campfire, <laughs> and I kind of threw that out there as a lark, it went back to the Jane episode, and she said something, and I and I literally just said it exactly back to her because we had to do improv back and forth yeah. banter banter so you were doing meisner yeah we were misering the shit out of it and oh. uh i copied her cadence and it was like come on you got a hat dog and i said yeah i got a hat dog and i was <gasps> like oh no and all the camera guys there was marco he was like <laughs> <laughs> i love you know? marco that was just, for for our listeners, because it is listeners, it's not viewers, Kirsten just did a sideline glance <laughs> as if Marco, our Chiconi, our beautiful camera operator, was like, what the heck? What the heck what was the that, what just happened? Come on. Marco so, was so good about that. He was so good about always the, uh, he, 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 a reaction or a, like, Mar- sometimes I would be like Marco and I guess these are listeners and, and so they c- can't see this, but... If I had, because a lot of times in crime scenes, you're looking down, right? And the camera's looking up at you, which is not a flattering angle. 
Um, like on anybody really, but, and so, because there's like something on the ground and you have to look up and you have to give a thing. So I'd always do, I'd always go like this. Marco, because it'd be like, what's how's the uh, how's, how's the double the chin? chin? Look? How's the double chin? How's the lighting? And but he Mark, would, he, yeah. So now if, you, if you just and grew a beard like me, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I Wait. am jealous of guys every Hold now on. and then. What oh. if I just did my hair like this? Now we're back to Amish. <laughs> yeah, or a true. tuba player, or you're you know a Something. concert tuba player. Kirsten, when is the Jane episode? Was that season three? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cannot wait. I have to remember where I was living, you know, Can. when they called me in. I'm like, where was right. I living? Yeah, that was season three. So were but, you in Vancouver for season two? I was Not, living there, yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was over in Kitts, not far from Tim. Right. I remember. Oh, I actually have a story about this. Oh. Okay. Are you saving Tell it? Are you telling I'm it now? Sa- no, I'm saving it. Is oh. this a big... Oh, we're saving it. I'm oh, yeah. S- I'm saving the goal oh, for the episode. So Kirsten... We do have a little structure now, which you probably know since you've been listening to the podcast, but I'm going to act like you haven't been. So um, (laughs) where we, Devin writes these really fun, you know them. Okay. No, I, 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 there's over here in my chat and I'm like, what the heck is it? (gasps) Oh, Devin. So I, she's so so, good. She's so, so good. Um, And she actually has, uh, she'll like insert some fun jokes for us too, because I have not seen this yet. So I am just reading it as, (laughs) as fresh. I'm reading it cold. And so she does like a synopsis of the episode and we interject as we go along all the memories that we remember, or if there's anything we want to stop and tell a story about. So I'm guessing Tim is waiting for a moment Uh in the read through. And then we have fan questions. Ding, 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 ding. The chain. Um, the chain. I am, yes, I am waiting for it to come up in the synopsi. The synopsi. Um, shall I get started for Rob a Bye Baby? Um, don't give away uh, the pineapple siding yet because I actually, for the first time, found the pineapple. <laughs> so easy. But oh, I was, there, I, I, there I was so multiple. proud of myself. Oh, oh, wait, there are multiple though. Oh, there's and, multiple. And I'm just reading. I'm just looked over and I'm reading Devin. Devin, we have multiple. We have quite a few in this episode. Do you want me to wait, Tim? Yeah, I just, I just found the first one, so we can then. Um, and this is this is episode eight, right? This is episode eight. Yes. Rob, bye, baby. Meaning that this would be our. This is our halfway point of our season <gasps> two of the psychologists are in. Correct. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's a very exciting What's day for y'all to uh, tune in or to download in. It's just going so fast. What do people do? I guess they would download in, right? They, nobody tunes in anymore. They download in. I guess so. Click download in. in. Click in. Uh, stream in. Stream in. Ooh. You know. I like that. I like yeah. clicking. Beam in. No, I like clicking too. Okay. Um, it's, it's got a K. It's got a K sound, so it's got to be funny. Well. There it is. There. Click. That's right. Um, okay. Let's jump into Rob a Bye Baby. This is episode eight, halfway through season two. Wait, did we do our typical, uh, hi, Tim? Hi, Maggie. No, we did not. No, we didn't. Anyway, hi, Tim. Hi, Maggie. Wow, that went extra high for some reason today. You did. You got a hoity hoy. Hoity 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 hoity, Maggie. I love it. Hi, Maggie. It's my favorite. Hi, Tim. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hello, Kirsten. (laughs) Okay. Wait. Hi guys, how's oh. it going? Ooh, I like it. That was a good one. Oh, That's I a radio like voice right there. 
Um, <laughs> I can't okay. be as high as you guys. No one can be as high as you guys. And that's your special thing. So we shouldn't stop on it. We're, well, oh, you can join in. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Timmy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and we're all here. Okay. Episode eight, Rob by Baby. Cold open. We'll get to the pineapple sightings because there are multiple and it's just too good. Um, okay. Uncomfortable with the thought of telling the truth. Henry makes up a crazy story about how babies were made. Sean decides to ask his mom instead. Cut back to normal time. Sean and Gus learn that Chief Vic has something big and top secret for them. Gus thinks they're going undercover on a yacht. <laughs> they're not. Chief Vic <laughs> says, close the blinds, shut the door, and remain completely silent, then confesses she wants Sean and Gus to help hire her a nanny. I have a note about uh, Kirsten Nelson, Chief Vic, rocking the, this episode should be called Vic Poppin' the Collar. Oh, massive color pops too. and not just the color a leopard print again oh why do you got to call it out like because it's that? so good i wrote it down too leopard print yeah, big it's collar. collars collars out uh leopard print and um kind of like the tan suit debacle of uh of oh. past episodes i got a tan suit debacle happening full on and I'm tell just, us about this debacle Oh, well, not in our show, but I know, Tim, don't you have a beautiful tan suit that you loved? Beautiful was not, a good, was not the, correct, the correct word, but yes, there was a tan suit that lasted every now, now and then would pull out of his wardrobe closet for some reason. I don't know why. And then we immediately got rid of it. And, um, and then it, some, keep, it would reappear. That's what happened with this tan suit. I was like, please, let's never, ever, ever, ever wear this. And it came out. <laughs> here's, here's the and, good news, Kirsten. Yeah. Your, your collar is so... <laughs> Invasive, yeah. No one noticed. I didn't even write down no one, no one, suit. I didn't no one even notice the color of the suit. No. Oh my god, it's so invasive, like like a plant that just tapped in through a swamp and came it like flowed up. There's but my collar, like that shirt. rocking it. It looks you look great. Well, you know, you know how it is. They give you your costume and you go, I have to make this work. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. And look, so you just maybe, make it work. It's a character choice because she's so tired, which you were so funny being so tired, that you could not even see clearly and you didn't even know what you grabbed out of your closet that day. Right. I hadn't done laundry in no, weeks. I no. just kind of reach in my closet, grab something, not even check myself in the mirror. No. Exactly. I'm not even going to check that hemline of this suit. You guys, no, this suit is so, I love it. But even like the three of us walking, and that'll be later. We'll call it. We'll mm -hmm. call it out when you just say, everybody, go Wait, watch it. Wait, am I it. in a tan suit? In that tan suit. I'm in a tan suit? No, 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 oh, no. It's okay, been, okay. I'm still in the tan suit. The three of us are oh, walking. And I'm yeah. like, my God, who hemmed this tan suit? Why do I see my entire heel? <laughs> it's like an ankle him it no it's bad it's it's like cropped but not cropped enough and yeah, definitely totally. it's at the wrong crop level and it's not like a cute little cigarette pant yeah happening. The tapered, no it's like a no. there's, there's a flare happening like a boot cut i didn't notice well, but now i want to go back and rewatch it because shocking then it went if it had kind of a flare to it the 70s thing then it went with the collar <laughs> wow see somebody was thinking wow uh, yeah there it is we're there bringing it is. the collar bringing the collar back can, can um, i do the pineapple sighting since yes. I'm so proud that I've... So Sean is wearing yes. a 
lovely blue shirt that I'm sad last time I got to wear to make my eyes pop. And on the on the on the shirt is a patch with a pineapple. Pretty obvious. And he it, doesn't get out of that shirt for a while. So if you missed it in the first scene, oh, well, you must have been not paying attention. If you missed it in the second scene, my God, he's still wearing the shirt. Then you're really not watching the episode. If you missed it in the third scene. Like, I was, I, it took me to the second scene. To the I was going to say, scene, I didn't so. catch it till the second scene either. And then I was like, my mm. God, it's so obvious. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's true though. Uh, no. I'm, I'm in that category. Guys. Um, okay. Guys. I know, I know. And this is what this is our job. <laughs> this is our professional job. I'm speechless. Okay, Chief Vic, Kirsten, you're so good in this episode. <laughs> Chief Vic uh, hasn't slept in weeks and she is completely losing it. Gus forces Sean to agree to the job. Gus and Sean sit in their office beginning the search for America's next top nanny. <laughs> <laughs> All capitals. America's next top nanny. They decide to do some field work instead and sit at a playground to scout out some nannies. Oh, wait, we got we got to go back. Sorry. So yes. after the boys leave Vic's office, you and I start talking about assigning scenes. We get another Schwartz and um, and another Dobson. Oh, I wrote down Dobson in all caps. Hold but the on. Schwartz, I have to, um, I give a shout out to, um, get my glasses here. Um, and Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. No, Dobson. Sorry, hold. Oh, I have still in a sling. Still a mystery on the side. <laughs> It's As it so will funny. be for the rest of the season. Hang on one second. Let me check my notes here. I've got something I gotta say. Um, hold, hold, hold. Give a shout out to listener uh, SP Trejo, who's the cousin of the real Schwartz, my best pal Nick Schwartz. Oh my right. God. I love that. That's so, so S- sweet. Yeah. So SP listens to the show and she told uh, Nick. That we're mentioning him because apparently my best pal does not listen to the show nick schwartz what the hell your best man of my wedding for god's sakes <gasps> and he is a and he's a character on the show kind of so yeah so that's a uh, shout out to sb and thank you for letting my best pal know that i mean i'm godfather to his daughter for goodness sakes what is what's what what's going on with schwartz is he upset that we like used him in the show and and uh and never actually had him on or He's not demanding he royalties, be. are he? Is he? He wants a percentage. That's what it is. It's time. And then it's, at the time we were doing this, um, one of my neighbors was a lawyer for for NBC Universal, and I told her that every now and then I would shout out my friends, and she was like, "Well, please don't tell me that." She, she got a, <laughs> but I never gave like full names. It was always sort of random last names. Yeah, yeah. There would have to be a full investigation. There have to be clearance. clearance. Yeah, because the whole clearance thing. I never right. said Nick Schwartz on the show. I just said Schwartz. But I love the. I thought it was very clever writing that, for the shadow of Dobson, I said, "Where the hell is Dobson?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's like a couple Dobsons in there. I was very. Uh, I just wrote down Dobson in all caps. Um. Oh, this is funny. They decide to do some field work instead and sit at a playground to scout out some nannies. Sean says pineapple and popcorn flavored jelly beans are a bad mix. No duh. Yeah. Devin says. <laughs> yes, Tim. And when they're in the uh, the office, when he says we got to go do some field work, we got we got to go to a um, a playground in a nice neighborhood and steal a nanny, which is actually how Alice and I found our first our nannies for season two. Sort of the great thing about Vancouver and Kirsten, you'll know this is they have um, a really great <laughs> and network. Kirsten of, and I were like, Wait, why do great, I know this? Oh, yeah. God, I'm like uh, no, no, they have, they have great community centers. Oh, well, so yeah, I do know we that. spent a lot of time at Falls Creek Community Community Center, which is in on Granville Island, which is a child mecca 
that my kids loved and would go to pretty much every day we'd take them. And um, Allison was in the Falls Creek Community Center watching, um, and there was one nanny in particular. I'm not sure if she was a nanny, if she was working, or she actually worked for the community center. But we found Candace, who was, who Allison just kind of sniped, and she became our amazing nanny for season two. That's and hilarious. So, so we actually did steal the nanny, like, um, like the boys. Like they're it's, talking about doing. Yeah, um, but you know, at least you know maybe Allison did it, and I don't want to, you know, do gender roles. But it's like two guys sitting on a bench. I mean, there's a lot of red flags. No, it was, it was oh. yes, well, it so wasn't Timmy. me in the community. Center. No, it was Allison found her. I was not hanging out in the community center watching kids play. <laughs> but I, I guess that would that would actually hit under the category. Maggie have a psychic premonition. Sean <gasps> saying how to steal a nanny because we stole our nanny. Uh, there's another psychic premonition in this as well, uh, which I'm sure you'll you'll hear. But yes, you are right. Also in this scene, did anyone else catch the uh, Perry Luke? Oh yeah, yes. When he calls oh, the course. kids. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, very sweet. I mean, it's so uh, so sad, but um, I thought that was a funny a funny ad lib. Yes, yeah, um, the, the, then it's oh, I've got I've got um, another, I have a double psychic premonition. Oh, there were two psychic premonitions within like three minutes in the scene where the nannies are talking. Mm-hmm. One of them, it's it's a, this one's a little, it's a slight far fetched one, but it really kind of relates to me. It's um, she yells out the name to the kid she's watching. And she says, Cody, Wyoming, which I thought was hilarious, which is the reason that's a psychic premonition is my, my major, my first acting teacher in college was a man named Jim Wilson, who was from Cody, Wyoming. So if Sean was doing a psychic premonition of me in drama school, he'd say, Cody, Wyoming, cowboy boots. Castaway would go, Wilson, Jim Wilson. So it was, it was, it was, a, it was a roundabout, but the only times I'd ever heard the, the words Cody, Wyoming put together were, were when, uh. I met my freshman acting teacher and he had Cody Wyoming on his license plate. Oh, cause you was very, you would love Jim. He was I a, love, um, I love stories like this. I've actually been to Cody, Wyoming. I actually went and stayed in a, uh, like on a campground there. I mean, years and years and years ago on a road trip across the U S and it was one of the most beautiful, one of my favorite places, uh, I've ever stayed. So it's not surprising me at all that you went to Cody. Huh? Doesn't surprise me at all. You went to Cody. Yeah. One thing we all need to be taking care of is our gut. It impacts literally everything, your weight, your mood, your digestion. And because your gut houses up to 80% of your immune system, a healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. Unfortunately, our bodies are being attacked every single day and wreaking havoc on our gut health. Stress, toxins, even just one day of eating a Western-style diet. Thankfully, with Just Thrive Probiotic, it's now easier than ever to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Just Thrive's breakthrough award-winning probiotic is the only product on the market that's proven to turn your gut into an antioxidant factory, meaning you get maximum immune, digestive, and total body health support. It's vegan-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, histamine-free, and non-GMO, and has been loudly endorsed by some of the biggest health luminaries on the planet. So if you're looking for the best in gut health and immune support, choose the clinically proven award-winning power of Just Thrive Probiotic. Make this the year you take care of you. I take this probiotic every day, FYI. For a limited time, get 15% off when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code pineapple at checkout. That's justthrivehealth.com, code pineapple at checkout. Okay, psychic premonition number two. 
as McNabb shows up to arrest the boys, they have a line about, um, Shauna's line about, yeah, you don't want your Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley moment. So years after I finished Psych, I would go on to do a guest spot in a show called Human Target, also shot in Vancouver with Jackie Earl Haley. We manifested. I can go even further though. What? Also oh in the scene, gosh. the scene, the major guest star on that episode was, was a man named Shy McBride who went on t- to do our show. Yes. Holy hell. So it's, it's pretty roundabout, but it, it, if you just, if you stick with me for a second, it's going to circle the dream, but it comes back to psych. It always does. Everything comes back to psych. All roads lead back to psych. Cause that's how heavy the psych premonitions are on the show. Well, this, it, yeah. Yeah. And when, um, what is it? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of psych, I think we can all do one degree of psych. Yeah. Because Absolutely. it's always like all of the guest stars, all of the little, you know, if you were in a scene with Tim, then you probably, Tim was in acting with numerous people. So you are always one degree of separation. Yes. From and the it's, world. It's also eight years of our lives, uh, much longer now, 16 years of our lives that yeah. we have been, uh, a part of it. So, so many of the like overlaps and the interweavings and all of that come, it really does come back to psych. And Tim, it reminds me of, uh, which I don't think we've still gotten into and we're not going to do it today, but the magic of believing. The magic of believing. (laughs) That's an entire episode on its own. On its own. Um, I don't even know if we can even start to get into it. No, we can't. It's too big. It's too big. It's, it's way too big. Anyway, Kirsten, it's a book. And, uh, and I'll tell you about it, but okay. um, we're also yeah. going to do a, we'll probably do a, an entire podcast on it because both of us have wild stories about it. <laughs> okay. So we're back at the playground. Gus looks over at a little girl, asks if she wants some candy. She runs away in terror. I wonder why mm-hmm. Devin writes exclamation, um, uh, question mark, question mark. Gus says they need to split up. Sean hears a few ladies gossiping. They notice Sean snooping. Sean pretends to be a manny. They ask if he's with an agency and he says, no, I don't model. Such a funny line. <laughs> Such a good line. I wrote that down. But he's Denise, already modeled, right? Like, wait, where's we black done, and tan? We haven't done black um, and tan yet now. Okay. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he absolutely does model. Foreshadowing. Uh, right? Another good one. Point. Another one. Such um, a premonitioning. The nannies mentioned that they don't feel safe since burglaries have been occurring during the day. Gus is super creepy around the kids. Buzz eventually arrives and tells them that they have to go. He received a few calls about creepy guys at the park. And of course, it's Sean and Gus. Sean and Gus arrive at the scene of the crime and Sean (laughs) notices the security sign outside of the house. Whoever broke in, disarmed security, stole the safe, and killed a man. Lassiter and Chief You mean they murdered a man? Wait, hold on. Stole the safe and... Murdered... A man. man. Yes. Kirsten. So this is where I was wondering, what's the explicit level of your podcast? Okay. Okay. So they're up upstairs, right? They're going through this stuff. They're going, and I think this line made it into the episode because of the fact that they would, like the network seemed to, remember, they'd just leave us alone. Oh yeah. They would like they, they would ignore us. They're like, oh yeah, no, this is fine. This is a good yeah. episode. And we'd be like, how did how did we let that go? I mean, how yeah. did they let that keep that in? What is it? Oh my god. So remember when they're describing what happened to the guy? Like, let's you know, he was steeped. No, he was brewed. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking. The tea back line. 
he was oh teabagged. My God! Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. Was yeah. How'd that get in? And I was like, oh, uh, and I, I hit, I would like rewind, going, I didn't, I didn't just hear that, right? He okay. was tea- I think that is one of those lines that could be argued because it's a joke about the actual sipping tea. And, and, and making tea with way a around it. What Tim? And making tea with a bag that contains tea. Okay. And while there is a, a group of us, uh, probably above a certain age, that uh, would only think of something else when something like that is said. Um, whereas I think the way we can still get away with it being clean is they don't know. They, they don't, don't know. know. We're just talking about tea. It was a discussion about making tea. Yes. But, and I think those of us around a certain age might have seen an episode of Sex in the City. Oh, where or all of them multiple times. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Samantha has a wonderful line about. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like, um, did we just get away with that? Because I know we got away with other ones of like, oh, I'm just going to tap that. Oh, um, we got and, away with it. Yeah, we got away with it. And I was like, how did we get away with teabagging? But I know maybe, but maybe it wasn't like part of the Urban Dictionary, the you know the slang yet. I mean, maybe we were. <gasps> Maybe we were like a, another psych premonition. <laughs> wow, we really... <laughs> Sorry. What we have done to society with this show. Uh, it's a gift. No. We are a gift. It was definitely a thing. It was definitely on purpose. It was. And okay. it was definitely one of those could be argued either way. I just wonder on a notes call how something like that comes up. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, hey guys, a development executive we, got called into an office somewhere. Because I and, could also hear Steve Franks being like, "I don't get it. I don't wait. No, like that's that's they're yeah. sitting across from each other, going, "I don't get what. What are you What's talking wrong? about? What is what is it's that in Can reference to the guy drinking to tea? Exactly. No, and they're like, don't tell Cheryl. Just don't <laughs> tell Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> this was also episode was also written by a woman, Tammy Sager. Tammy, there we yeah. go. And uh, I'm all, all of it, all of it, all of it's good. All of it is, is rich. All <laughs> it's of it's got good. It. Yeah. Rich, I'm it's glad layered, that you brought this up. textured. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Thank you, Kirsten. You're um, welcome. You're welcome. So much. Leave it to me. I'll, I'll put some truth bombs in these things. No, I, I'm, I love it. I love it. And I love how we discussed it because it's also completely safe. Yeah, um, it's very safe. Lassiter and Chiefig arrive at the house. John and Gus sneakily crab sneakily? walk away. Oh my God, this walk was very funny. Um, Sean and Gus arrive at the police station. Yes, yes, Tim. I think before, oh, sorry. No, you just said the word police station. So please go. Now we are to, this when you, dear listeners, when you rewatch the episode, because it's a psych rewatch podcast, we are now at, we are at the original police station. We're at the, the Jericho Beach youth hostel that we used in the pilot. We were. Yeah, it's what are you a different look. This scene, the police station, it's it's a different. It's it's the it's the original police exterior for the police station. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I didn't know that exterior. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's not that weird. Uh, maybe you were less professional in rewatching than I was. <laughs> get that get that knife out of your back. Is, it, you- is, <laughs> is it reachable? Is it reachable? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I can't. I can't <laughs> even get can't to it. it. It's so good. He's, just, he's so smooth with he's, that stiletto, right? He's so good. 
Um, that is that I missed it completely, but also I wasn't on the pilot. Oh, hold geez. on. Fair Can enough. Sorry. I just back? pulled it out. <laughs> I've got very long arms, but hang on. I got it. Um, oh God. I love it. By the way. Okay. So it says chief Ick makes a scene because there's no coffee brewing this. So funny. Breakdown <laughs> again, but it was true because I feel like in a way I was like, we hadn't seen you do this yet. Like we hadn't seen this kind of a chief Ick episode yet. So I, it, I, even, I was just like, God, I texted you last night. I'm like, you are yeah. so good in this episode. And it was so funny and wild because even in the chief Ick episodes that we have and coming up and having you go to this place, oh, it well, was, and it, I wish it, we did know, more of it. We got to see her let her guard down. Yeah. And because she let her guard down, you saw everybody else, you guys, especially <sighs> on edge. Yeah. And they're like, please don't piss her off. Please don't piss her off. Somebody get a coffee. Um, and uh, when when we walk in, and that's where the three of us are walking in, when I'm in the horrible full-length tan suit so you can see my hem, um, <laughs> the the quick line of, what, is your other arm in a sling? Yeah. Oh. And so I think that's the funny. only time that we address the sling in this episode. We and, never... You know, obviously... You know, I, not I think it's it. the only other time we've addressed it at all since it, the the first time he walks in with it. That's why I wrote it down, like still in a sling, it's and I wrote sling. that reference down about the other the other arm. And I had to go back once I saw you in the sling again, and I was like, oh, oh, we're already here. I thought he did that third. Oh God! And I know Sage talked about it about how he got. I got a call too, Tim. Oh, that makes sense, Chris. Yeah, I got the call from Dan. Of like, oh. okay, so there's been an accident, and uh, the first thing he was given was was morphine. So he thinks he's coming back in, <laughs> um, but you have to know he's not coming back in. Are oh. you available? And right. I was like, yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm totally available. I'm totally available. Um, I guess they went a different direction with a taller man to give all your lines to but um oh my yeah. god so i was on the call too of you might have to take over for tim he's in the hospital he's definitely on a morphine drip <laughs> oh kirsten but that's so funny i didn't know that yeah so that was the i think that that was the another purpose for the throwaway line what is your other arm in a sling you're not my you know had to right, my though. ass Everybody, everybody did go on edge because, because in the last, in the, in the last few episodes, we've been sort of building up the sweetness between Lassiter and Juliet and this episode, it was gone. Yeah. We, I get a little pissy. We get a little pissy yeah. with each other. And I'm, I, I like that. I'm shocked though. I'm like that. I'm not just taking it. I'm more just like, where's that sweet, where's, where's my sweet partner? Where's my buddy? <laughs> Where did he go? It was just here. He, he was, was literally just here. Just here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. No coffee. But, right. Sean and Gus lied to the chief saying they narrowed their search down to three candidates. Sean overhears Juliet, Tim. So along those lines of uh, Kirsten getting this, the great thing about this show, it's, especially season two, is how we slowly got to see, or we suddenly got to see our main characters, um, their other sides. Like when you and I, when O'Hare would get a little goofier and Laster would get a little mm-hmm. goofier. And this is a great example of Kirsten really getting to, Thrown some major comedy balls and knocking them out of the park. Well, it As was always. fun. It was well, and I enjoyed that. I was like, "We're we get to be goofy and see some unraveling." So when we get to see, you know, Juliet unravel, or if we get to see 
uh, Lassiter unravel, you know, pulling his weapon on his party people. Um, or <laughs> And now we get to see like the chief unravel. And I feel like the chief unraveling becomes a little, um, not a goblin. What am I? It, it, just like a little sprite because I see the boys and I'm like, I think I'm hopping towards them. I'm like, oh, oh, it's the boys. Oh, yeah. hi. hi, you found me a nanny. Um, and that's kind of a fun, different side to her. Oh. I don't think we visited it too much more after that. Well, but the fact uh, that you, you as a working mother, have obviously been through the, you went through this stage with Lena of <laughs> mm-hmm. having to be on the job and perform with a yeah. baby who won't sleep. I, mean, I don't know if Lena was having those issues, but. Oh, no, she was totally having those issues. And it, I was trying to remember, I think my husband was in Vancouver at this time. So Keith was back in Vancouver living with us. But at the beginning of the season and the end of the season, it was just me Oof. and Lena living in Vancouver by ourselves. So we were I like single that. parents, right? So I was like, Oof. I couldn't really get good night sleeps because I'd if she woke up or if she needed something and she was, what, a year and a half, I think at this time. So, yeah. you know. She was doing good, but she was still a toddler, you know? Um, and then sometimes those 5 a.m. wake-up calls where I, you know, we remember because we were still driving ourselves to work. And oh, so yeah. I was like, okay, my alarm goes off at 4.30, 5 o'clock because I got to get in the car. And hopefully there's going to be a nanny downstairs that has arrived oh. at my doorstep so I could pass the baton to her so I could leave my bebe and go to work. Oh. Your bebe? My bebe. Yeah. So being sleep deprived was very familiar. And I think I didn't start drinking coffee Mm. until Vancouver and until we started shooting psych. I drank tea all the time. Even in the pilot, I'm drinking tea. I mean, granted, I'm supposed to be pregnant. Oh, wait, no, I was pregnant in the pilot. (sighs) I haven't had sleep. Um, So I was drinking tea in the pilot. I used to drink tea all the time. And now I drink coffee. Oh, it was us. It was psych. It was psych. it was the sleep deprivation that we wrote in for yeah, you, right? They're like, she oh looks a little God. on edge and strung out. So let's write her. Let's write. I was her. just gonna say the opposite, as I've always said about you. You always carried yourself with like such grace or whatever that I never saw that. You never complained. You, I, ne- there was no. Uh, no sign of that whatsoever. Like always, always, always so composed and professional and ready and graceful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it's nice when you like to be with people and I wanted yeah. to go back. So I wanted to be with you guys as much as I could. So Aww. best behave. Oh. So no, it's all love. It's all love. All love. So they right. let me be a little unraveled here. It's so good too. Um, okay, Sean over here, Juliet, talking about the burglary. burglary. Uh, Sean sneakily takes pictures of all of the evidence and notes uh, on her desk as he pretends to order everyone some za. After recognizing the security system, Sean arrives at the Star Tech security building. Lassiter and Juliet are already there. Sean notices a circled address on a map and has Henry drive him there. Henry says it's a dumb house to rob because all of the other houses are easier, meaning there wasn't this wasn't a robbery by chance. It was by choice. Well-written, Devin. Sean walks into the chief's office. She glares at him with a stone-cold face. I love this scene. Turns out she was sleeping with her eyes open. (laughs) The whole time. The whole time. Moments later, we see Juliet ferociously eating a Danish. She got in a fight with Lassiter on the phone and is eating her feelings. (laughs) I have a very important uh, first here. What? 
So this is the scene you you're in the walking out of the the cafe right down at um yeah down at down at um White Rock um, White Rock mm-hmm. down at White Rock. It's the first time we see Juliet O'Hara in a skirt <gasps> instead of, instead of the pantsuit. Oh my God, you're right. Without a jacket too, and without a jacket, I was really right. uh, really on some downtime. You're in a um, so your top was a um a pale fuchsia or magenta. I can't. I'm sure. Which I, it's it's work. not it's it's a cousin to Pepto Pink. It's not it's not full on Pepto, but holy what? crud, is that one a bright a bright um? Is it not hot color? pink? We wouldn't describe it as hot pink. It's got a purple hue, so I think that brings in the magenta and the fuchsia. And I think you are right. It wasn't close enough to be like a like an immediate sibling to the Pepto Pink. It's definitely oh. a cousin. Yeah, yes. it's, a, it's it's a third cousin. It's a third it's cousin. A third. Okay. What? But the whole Pepto pink. So I was like, <laughs> all right, she's not wearing it, right? Uh-huh. So she's in that, we'll now say magenta, fuchsia. But did it's, you see a Pepto pink appear in that scene? I what am not. I missing? Oh, is it on the um, woman who runs the place? No, oh. but it is in the background. What? Yeah, I know. Okay, so when rewatching shows or it's like, Oh, I know this. So I can kind of concentrate on other things. I love watching background. Okay. I love watching the background players, right? And if the second AD is any good at their job, you really kind of don't notice them because they're just wonderfully part of the seam work, right? They're part of that quilt that makes the show the show. Yes. You're on the phone with uh, Sean and a gal in a red halter top and a Pepto pink cowboy hat walks Stop behind it. you i can't i miss that you know i'm gonna Kirsten, keep going as a guest you're shooting up the host i gotta say here so I, I may have like, stabbed maggie in the back a while back mm-hmm. well a little while ago with um saying she was less than professional i now follow my own stiletto i was less than professional and did not catch that so I, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed impressed. Jim. i'm really disappointed in you um, I don't always catch the Pepto pinks, but Tim never misses them. And I was just about to say the same thing, which is Kirsten, you're more professional than we are. Stop it. No, it's only because you guys set it up so well. So now I'm like in every episode, where's the Pepto pink? Where's the Pepto oh. pink? And I saw the gal walk behind okay. you. In, in a my Pepto defense, pink. Yeah. <laughs> I only noticed the Pepto that's, that Maggie is wearing. What? Mm. Oh, oh, I, I see. I see. It's kind of like, me- like a cheat of, um, saying the word pineapple as opposed to a sighting of a pineapple. Having somebody other than Maggie Lawson in Pepto Pink does not count. You I'm only not, have I'm, eyes I'm for not, me. I'm not taking away your victory, Kirsten. I'm just saying in my own defense because <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself. <laughs> my victory is a little tarnished now, you know, well, but it's, it's all, all good. We're all, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. But I, I appreciate all of this because I, 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 I did have a moment where I was disappointed, Tim. Um, but, but now that I know you only have eyes for me, I, I feel okay with it. And Kirsten, I'm just kind of in awe. So both of you win. <laughs> or maybe it's just my affinity for Lil Nas X of like seeing pink cowboy hats anywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, and, there we are. And another psych premonition. Did we know we were going to have Lil Nas X? We didn't. We predicted it. Oh God. This is so good. Well done. This is so Well rich. done, fam. You guys, it's so good. I have um, a, um. What? I have a photo I have to send you, Maggie, that we might need to use for the um, social medias for this episode of me yes, in please. England in a um, Pepto Pink cowboy hat. Oh, of course, Tim. Oh, yes, please. we do. Wait, oh you my already, gosh. didn't you already post it? There might, 
There might have been a pub, a pub crawl in Bristol involved. You wait. Is this the picture you just posted? Uh, no, no. That this is from many years ago. Oh, then it's absolutely getting posted. Bring um, it. Yeah. Bring it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding, and even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about the doom scrolling, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, undereating, and overeating. I feel like everyone has experienced a, a, another level, another kind of stress just with everything we've been dealing with over the last couple of years. So even the normal daily stresses, like the stuff that used to just you know, get to us on a daily basis is even more exaggerated because of everything else we've had to deal with um, over the last couple of years. I know that's the case for me. Anyway, um, I also have noticed like I stop, I don't sleep as well. Uh, recently I got vertigo. I don't know. Some people say that's stress related. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, here is your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. If you listen to this podcast, you've heard me say this a million times because um, I can't say enough about it. BetterHelp is very easy to use. It is so personalized. You literally can go through, set up the um, app and your account and all of that very quickly, but also the settings the tailoring to you and what you want and what you need. It's really right there. It's great. And, um, and I think pretty, pretty easy to use, which is why I've started to recommend it to people across the board, you know, whether you've had therapy before or not, I can't say enough about it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. The psychologists are in listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pineapple. Betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash pineapple. Everyone is talking about fake spring and how difficult it is to dress around this time. But that's because it is. It can be so difficult to find the right outfit in the spring when every single day is different and the weather can change at the drop of a hat. Luckily, Faherty makes it way easier. They make perfect clothes for all seasons. Faherty is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. It's that kind of effortless style that you want every time you go digging in your closet. That set, that shirt, that dress that just feels like you've had them for years. Or maybe it's a gorgeous print and it looks like it might be vintage, but it fits so well that it feels like it was made just yesterday, just for you. Well, that's Faherty. I can actually speak to this. I think they have the cutest clothes. Um, I love wearing them. You can wear them over and over and over again, and they still look great. And it is. Effortless is the exact right word. That is how I would totally describe their clothing. And Faherty's so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. Talk about making it easier to get dressed. And right now, Faherty is giving all psychologists and listeners 20% off. 20% off. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code PINEAPPLE at checkout to get 20% off all your new spring staples. Trust me, they'll be all your staples. That's code PINEAPPLE at Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Okay. 
Hold on, eating her feelings. Okay, Sean, out of nowhere, proposes to Juliet. Another psych first. I'm getting a premonition. I was yeah. just going to say, but I think, it, yeah, so that is the- um, not for psych first. Another psychic premonition, because, spoiler alert, they get married at some point in the show. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen the show yet, uh, that's a major spoiler, but um, I think all of you have seen the show, so- I yes, think I'm so. another first- what? I, I could be wrong. I totally am open to the fact that this could be wrong. I think in this scene, it's the first time we see O'Hara with a purse. <laughs> no, there's, there is one scene in, oh my gosh, is it, is it, it's not Weekend Warriors. It's something from season one. Where uh, I sh- Forever hold your peace. Oh, yes. And I, and I show up with well a bag. Well done. And, oh wait, no, there's one more because we're in a field. And I want to say it's the naked one where everybody is, uh, where the nude guy is. Oh, that's is speed in, dating. Oh, the, 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 the speed dating. Um, I think those are the only three times, this one and those two, where I show up with a, it, in season one, the purpose was, well, where is Juliet's gun? Um, in this, what would it be? I guess that I was just having a casual afternoon and a break from Lasseter having a Danish because I don't need my gun here. Or your cuffs right now. Oh, my cuffs right now. Those come later, but, well, we'll get there. Okay, so uh, I was wrong. I admit it. Sorry. I, You know what? I know you're all disappointed. I'm the one who has to live with myself. Wait, why are you disappointed? Because I, I was, it was a false flag first. It wasn't a real first. <laughs> false flag. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, I like it. I still like that everyone has to stop and listen. Um, everyone around them claps. Show over, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Juliet and Sean live happily ever after. Just kidding. It's montage <laughs> time. <laughs> Gus interviews a bunch of nannies. Chaos ensues. Sean explains his plan to pretend to be married to Juliet uh, so that they go to the nanny agency and snoop around. Uh, Juliet agrees to the plan. Yes, Kirsten. With Gus interviewing all the nannies, I feel I feel badly. I feel like we should have given Goth nanny mm. maybe just yeah. like you know, let's see what she's like. Maybe we just judged a book by its cover, you know, for, for comedy's sake. And that's the heart. Like, maybe we missed the nanny. Never, ever judge a book by its cover. There you go, kids. Ever. Never judge a book by its cover. Unless it's Keith's book, and in which case, go get it because it's adorable <laughs> and the cover is an exact match to what is on the inside. Okay. There it is. Okay, There good. it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, Tim. Are we in the Red Balloon um, nanny agency yet? Oh, we are in the montage where Red Balloon 99 Lift Balloons is, is playing, which we did not get nearly enough of, I thought. When it stopped, no. I was like, anyway. So if we are in the, um, <clears throat> and have we met the tech guy yet? Who's we later have. For- We've met Star Trek. Oh, no. We, um, this, we're, we're about to meet him. Yeah. Okay. Because this actor is played by my friend Eric Kinley's side. And the reason I bring this up is because Eric was part of the my Vancouver support system. When when we first moved out to Vancouver season one, Allison and the girls and I, we ended up, we uh, turns out we had a dear friend, Tracy New, you know Tracy. Yeah. Who um, lives in Vancouver and she really kind of just took us in. We call her the Vancouver concierge. And so Tracy um, showed us around just the ins and outs of having kids in Vancouver and and she's actually the reason that I was living in the house I was renting season two, which Kirsten then rented for season three. The that's one on right. Arbutus and Cornwall, right near mm-hmm. Kitts Beach. Another premonition. So that's so I didn't I didn't get Eric the job, but um I may have at least put in a good word of like, yeah, Eric's a lovely guy. So Eric was um a big part of my Vancouver life. So was, I was really delighted to see him. He's a terrific actor. 
After all these and, and years, a, I never knew that story. Yeah, and a, and a great it. pal yeah. over the years. We've spent many, many times together. I love that. I love it. That's a good share story. Good That's share. A, yeah, yeah. So I was delighted um, to see Eric show up in this. Oh, because it all comes back to Vancouver and Eric and Tracy New, our concierge. Love you, Tracy. I don't know if you listen to the, listen to the show, but I'll send you this, this podcast episode. You have to. Um, okay, Juliet agrees to the plan, begins describing their beautiful wedding story and how the birth of their baby girl happened. Way, way too into this, I was. The person in charge of the agency gives them a tour of the office. They meet Steve Hitchcock, the guy who sets up the baby watching webcams in the home. And Tim's dear, dear, dear Full friend. Full circle. Eric Kingley's side. That's him. There it is. As Later he, referred to as, as a pufferfish. He what? Later referred to as a pufferfish. Yes. <laughs> as Sean takes a call, Juliet goes over uh, how she decorated their kid's room. You're so, this is such a funny runner. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, I, I had way too much fun with it. This was another like Juliet going too far with a, uh, with an idea. Cause then they're just like, shut up girl. And it felt like talking. the colors you're describing are Pepto pink as well. I think you say strawberry and, um, <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's a seafoam sea, green. Sea foam Is green. that what it was? Yeah. Seafoam green. Could have all yeah. been colors. We used season one for the blue skies <laughs> psych drinking game. <laughs> yes, colors. exactly. Their seafoam green is in there. Um, well, which on. is also funny too, with like, um, you know, uh, but if we were to be married, this is how it would have gone. You know, of yes, Juliet, I don't fall for this husband and baby thing, and yada yada yada, and then snap to what ten years later, there we are. Yeah, of in Psych Three, I'm like, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. Juliet grew up, I guess, a little bit, didn't she, or did yeah. she? Yeah, Juliet grew out of uh, that this a little bit, maybe, yeah. maybe. maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe hmm. movie four needs to be the actual uh, wedding that they uh, that they. They didn't have snarked on, yeah, yeah. Which, Snark frankly, on, exactly. I was always upset that Laster wasn't at your wedding. I mean, I obviously I was um, recovering from a stroke, so it, physically I couldn't be at your wedding in that in the movie where you all got married. Yeah, we need to have. We need to. I feel like Lasseter would like walk her down the aisle. I was just going to say, not to be bold, but it felt like Lasseter would would um, be the one giving her give away. Me, give me case. away, yeah. Or at Steve, least, you're, are you, you listening, know. Steve? Yes, and Kirsten, my maid of honor. Well, I don't know. I would definitely would have given up the maid of honor role to Lassiter. Oh, or Lassiter is the maid yes. of honor. Oh, yes, yes. yes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the love. Yeah, that's the that's the connection. We need right, to redo we'll that, that entire happen. movie now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Okay, uh, let's see. Sean sneaks into a room. He goes through some files. Sean and Juliet meet Lassiter in an exotic lizard shop. They may have found their suspect. Luckily, Gus found the perfect nanny, except she's from the Red Balloon Agency. The gang <gasps> arrive at Chief Fick's home. They give her a very last-minute baby gift. Obviously, Sean's gift was a... Pineapple! Yes, it's very cute. And I love all of the... Uh, wait, uh, yours is a... Uh, what's What was it called? The club, right? The club. It, it, yeah, the club. that you yeah. were, The anti-car theft device. Which I don't know that kids know these days of what that, what even that would be. Uh, Is there any type of equivalent to that still? I don't know. I don't know. But that was what everyone had back in the day. It locked your steering wheel so nobody could drive your car car away. Yeah. And then Juliet gives the Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs, you know, because it's a rattle, but also a low calorie snack. (laughs) (laughs) This was so funny. (laughs) The positive spin. (laughs) Wait, what did Um, Gus give? What did Gus give me? Oh, he actually, he has an actual... Uh, thing for you. It's a it's a, pl- a stuffed animal. It's an actual. Uh, it's a baby Pepto gift. Pink Bunny. 
something. Oh my it? gosh, he did have something. And why? Why does he have something? Is there just know. like a bag of tricks in like in the blueberry of like you never know when you might need a baby gift or he's pretty a shower baby gift. obsessed in this, yeah. so well, he might it, just have standby gifts. If it had a if it had a drug name on it, then it would be a, a pharmaceutical giveaway for doctors. There it, it is. Oh yes. Look at you, Tim. That just where did you? That just you pulled that one right out. It's. I've only had two cups of coffee today too. And I pulled that one out. <laughs> That's so funny. And then later in the scene, um, when Sean is... Wait, what? Sorry. Later in the scene, Sean is doing the thing, talking to these stuffed animals on the the mantle. Mm -hmm. I think the bunny is Pepto-Pink. The bunny (gasps) is Pepto-Pink. But don't admit to that, because that means that you know that you recognized a Pepto-Pink imagery outside of Maggie. Wait, I thought you only had eyes for me. We're going to cut this part out. He does. He does. It's all cut out. I take your point away. Kirsten wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Devin, cut this part out, please. No, don't. <laughs> it's no, it's sting. Just, okay, it's it not just, Pepto. It's it's hot pink. It's hot pink. Okay, fine. All right, we'll we'll give you that. It's almost like a baby pink, honestly. Um, baby pink. Yeah. Sean tells everyone what went down. He also checks in uh, Lassie's collarbone when he steps down from a. St- uh, wait, he also checks on Lassie's collarbone when he steps down from a stoop. How kind! I caught that too. Another reference. Yeah, and but, I go. Ow. Um, Sean and Gus walk hey, around the. Yes. How was your pain level? Do you even remember a pain level being at this point uh, in like ep- this is the second episode in the sling? Do you even remember like oh it hurt? Uh, I think I just was trying to really. Grin and bear. I was working hurt in this one. Were you working hurt? Oh, working hurt. It just was. I mean, it just wasn't fun, and I was really just trying not to move that. Um, when I stepped down off, the, when Lasser steps down off the off the step ladder, and I say "ow," I was acting. Mm. I don't know. It was so believable. It was Thanks. so believable. You misered the shit out of that one too. I really did. Um, okay, I, I think I'm more method. Ultimately, got Henry to be the nanny for Chief Fix Baby. Sean and Gus walk quickly so they aren't stuck with the baby. And steam. I feel like we should have gone back to like Henry having that kind of early relationship. I mean, if he really was going to be a nanny for or manny for two weeks, mm-hmm. I, I mean. I think that might be some of the stuff that I regret not exploring is some more of the chief and Henry's, you know, relationship sometimes of the, if he really was there and she knew him as a, as a, you know, as an officer too, right? Patrolman. Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. I would like to see that movie four. Um, I would like. (laughs) Except Sean's dad, AKA Henry would have quit after the first poopy diver. That's probably true, although I, I think Henry secretly loves it. I think he does. Yeah. I think he does. This is really, really sweet. Okay, guys, fan questions. Um, <gasps> these, are, these are good. Okay, best jelly bean combo. Not buttered popcorn and, and pineapple. pineapple. Maybe Ooh. like... I um, would do coconut... And pineapple, like that's a pretty good one. That's like a like a my guy. You got that sure. happening right in it's your like mouth. It's a pina colada, no. yes. right? Pina colada, pina yeah. colada. <laughs> we don't drink as much as we let on because we don't know what that drink was. Uh. You know, coconut. Um, yeah, let's say coconut and pineapple. Mm. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the tropical vibes. 
Yeah. I'm going to, I don't know that I'm going to top that. I was trying to think of something fruity too, but like, uh, yeah, maybe like a, a cherry and a chocolate or something kind of rich, but I don't know. I like your, I like tropical vibes, Tim. Uh, sticking with the theme, I'm going to go a Mai Tai flavored, um, jelly bean. Mai Tai. Oh, oh. which would a be a whole new flavor, which would be basically rum and pineapple, I guess. Oh, well if, yes. So if there are wine jelly beans, just those, just those. Just there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like would, a nice rosé. Would rose. it be a Cabernet or a Syrah? That was my question. Yes, exactly. Okay, funniest scene to film. Well, for me, that would be the sleeping, sleeping with my eyes open. That, that was my. Been. I remember watching that, and uh, no, I'm sorry. I I went to your breakdown of the coffee. <laughs> yeah, I remember Who watching does that. Does that? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was fun because it's a it's a whole different yelling, and I was big to the rest of the bullpen. Uh, yeah, and I check multiple. Why do we have so many coffee pots there? Um, and I think when I then see the guys, that was fun. That was fun. Um, yes, I think when I go see the guys, then right after that, the coffee pots are empty. I think I have decaf in my hand. That was a green tin, and I was like. Why on earth would I be carrying decaf? This is part of the problem. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's true. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, but that, that is so funny. Yeah, but it, for me, the one was sleeping with my eyes open. Because Did you, yeah. No, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I mean, that would be one locked shot on you for an entire page or two while Sean is talking. And I think every take he got longer. And I was like, why are you adding words? I'm not blinking. Come on, man. <laughs> you didn't, you weren't able to blink for two pages. I know. And he's just like, hey, let's see how this can go. I was like, oh, you are not my friend today. <laughs> so you, I'm, you I'm tearing more and more and more. And it's because I haven't blinked yet. Um, you know, obviously magic of editing. We can kind of, you know, put it together later, but oh yeah. And then it was how to film that. Mm. That we were going back and the forth. The head nod is what she's yeah, doing. The head nod for the, the visual oh. watchers. And then you look around, disoriented, and then you see him. It's so funny. It's like, where am I? Yeah, where am I? Oh no, this is the first person I see. <laughs> You're like, it's not a nanny. Oh, it's God, not a nanny. This guy. And then at that whole thing is like, how close to my desk? And if I had a straw, I would just be sipping it mm-hmm. through the straw, so I wouldn't have to expend too much energy to drink the coffee. I really felt for you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, who would make the best nanny in the cast? Oh. Oh, in the cast? Kirsten. Well, that's I'd my go- default, right? No, I would go Kirsten. I'd go Kirsten. For sure. I do like playing with people and making sure that they're happy and taken care of. Yeah. I just, I, I Yeah. I don't know. Tim, what, what, who, who would you say? Um, Dulé would be a pretty good Manny. And Dulé. Yeah, it was the next, that was the, the other one I thought of. Yeah. Because watching him interact with Levi, he's um, oh. solid. The sweetest. And, and I some think, solid yeah, papa work. I agree with that one because he was, uh, talk about taking care of people. He would always be the first one. Do you remember this early on? He would be the first one to greet our guest stars. Yes, always, always. So he was really wanting to make sure everyone was taken care of. 
and everyone was happy. And comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Best nanny in the cast, Julie Hill. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with a tie with Kirsten too. Okay. I'll share it. I'll share right. it. But, but I agree uh, on, on all fronts. Okay. Would Kirsten actually hire someone like Sean and Gus to find her a nanny in real life? No. Just like mom. <laughs> that was quick, guys. I mean, I didn't even have to think about that one. They're nice guys, but I mean, we, do you really want to entrust this child with those two? Mm, mm, or like no. finding you the person, those two? No. 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 Real life Kirsten needs a little bit more control. I feel you. Okay. I know the two of you love working together, but is it fun to switch partners sometimes? Have we switched yet? Did we switch in this one? Timmy? No. Do we switch uh, ever? It is. I mean, in sure, but like we do, right? We have times where, oh yes, Tim, I, you have a Another partner for one episode in season one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope you say no and that you missed me. I would never want to work with anybody but you as my partner, Mags. You know this. Great. 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 Yeah, thanks. I feel the same. (laughs) You get your point back. All right. Uh, Dude, any of you ever get Chief Vic level sleep deprived doing psych shoots? (laughs) Oh, wow. Did we? Did anyone? I mean, you, you were just talking about... Those nights, probably. Yeah, some of those real-life nights. But uh, our hours got better as the seasons Mm -hmm. went on, right? I think the first season, the second season, we had really crazy hours of work with little Mm -hmm. turnaround. I think I remember that. Were you guys sleep-deprived? I mean, Tim, you had a family at home, too. You had a young family. Yeah, but um, Allison was taking the brunt for that. I remember season one coming home and Allison, who the girls were toddlers at the time, saying, she was like, here's the deal. You're at work all day talking to humans and having fun with humans. I'm stuck here with them. There's no adult to speak to. (laughs) That's so funny. Fair point, fair point. Fair point. So go talk to them. Wake them up and talk to them, man. When did my Allison dates begin? Didn't I I start I'm sure season one. It was season one, right? Yeah, where... Yes, there were moments where I was like, I'm going to kidnap you and Tim's going to take the kids and we're going to go shop and eat mm-hmm. and drink. And we did. We did that. We And then it became a runner every season where we had to go out so she could get her. And you would buy her her, her season gift. Her season gift. I, I would buy her a present. And so by, by like the, every year that the show got picked up, she would send me a text and be like, wow, can't wait to see what my season six gift is going <laughs> to be. <laughs> And then season seven, season eight. Oh, it was so fun. It was a lot of trips uh, to Blue Ruby. Lots of Blue Ruby. Lots of Blue Ruby runs. We had so much fun. Um, Great jewelry store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The best. Oh, I love that place. So um, I didn't have the, um, the sleep deprivation on this show, but prior to this, when I was doing Judging Amy, Nora was, we just had Nora, our second our second baby, and she was colicky. And you can see... Mm. Alice and I will still like watch episodes back and you could see the dark circles growing in my eyes. I actually had an AD take pity, my, pity on me when he was like, hey man, you ever need a fake call sheet? Let me know. And like I'll fax, I'll fax you a fake call sheet and make your call time much later than it used to be. Oh. Which I never actually did, but that's how solid a good crew is. That is so nice. Crews, our crew, crews in general, these people that like you know, you see our faces and you see, you know, but like 
they're our families. They do so, so, they're such a part of the thing. Like they are the thing. Like we're all a piece of the, of this giant puzzle. And God, when you have a great crew. Um, well, it goes back, you know, like Marco, you yeah, know, our, our camera guy who would be one of our first lines of defense of like, do it again. Yeah. You yeah. need to do that again. Yes. Or uh, sit up straight or, you know, it's, they look out for us. We then want to be good for them. We never got fake call sheets, but I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure Richard or Roger would have done something like that or Dan, for us then. Yeah. No, I know. Um, <laughs> any other any other memories anybody wants to throw into our Robabai before we before we wrap up this glorious? Just again, my time my overwhelming had. note that I've written in all caps is how funny you are in this episode, Kirsten. Same. And I love Same. it. It's so great getting, getting to see Vic um, unleashed a little bit. So fun. Unleashed Vic. Yeah. She's a, she's a whirlwind and nobody, nobody wants her um, unleashed anymore. Uh, it's bad. It's bad for the department. It's bad. for It's bad mojo. It's bad I mean, mojo. Tremendous writing, but amazing yeah. execution by a very talented comedian. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I was the same. So good. So, so, so good, Kirsten. It's just fun to just kind of be with you guys and to just, I think that was the other thing we performed for each other, you know, and we did. all of these psych outs. Then when did we start our first psych outs again, performing for each other of yeah. making each other laugh and being goofy and unraveling and unleashed, you know, totally. That's su such a good point. We, I don't know when the, um, like the choreographed psych outs began. I mean, we have the one even from the pilot of man in the mirror. Right. So yeah. So I think they started oh then, gosh. but but they weren't as planned. Like after that, we'd have moments where we we actually call it, you know, we'd pick a song or like do whatever. And and but it was always to, as you just said, like entertain each other, entertain each other, make each <laughs> other play laugh for each other. You know? Exactly. I mean, um, choreographed, but they were they were really a lot of times improvised. They were. We might know the song or something, the but song. nobody knew yeah. who it was gonna, what, how it was gonna unfold. Yeah. Oh. I mean, our, I our dance on leaving on a jet plane was, um, I think someone posted that the other day. I got to go find it. Somebody posted a clip from that, our little dance, our little song and dance that we did. We got to find that. But didn't you text me that the other day, Tim? Weren't you like, I have leaving on a jet plane stuck in my head. I did. I did text that. That's saying I didn't text you the clip cause I don't have the clip, but Aww. I did. I woke up with, um, leaving on a jet plane going through my head and I thought of you. That makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And you'll sing it for us next time, right, Tim? It's still a work in progress. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. So it's going to be wonderful. Sing I'll sing with you. I'll always sing with you. Actually, Max, I thought of a duet for us the other day. I got it. I'll text it to you. Okay, text me. Oh, a secret. I like secrets. it. Secrets. I love it. That's a great way to end it of like secrets. What's it going to be? Um, I love you both so much, Kirsten. It's so good to see you. It's great to see, even though it's guys. on the screen and, and Kirsten, whatever. Did I ever re 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 return your um your pie pan, your Pyrex pie pan? That's hard. Those are hard words to say. Your pandemic Pyrex pie pan from when you brought me that beautiful apple pie. Oh. Triple alliteration. No, you get to keep that. That's part of the joy of giving people baked goods is that you don't expect to see the baked goods pan back. <laughs> That's why Kirsten Nelson's the best. Trying absolute sweetest. Um. Well, happy episode. This is, we'll, we'll be calling you soon and um, hopefully even maybe see you before then or 
see you in person next time. But um, I just love you both so much. I love seeing both of your faces here, your glorious groomed faces. So thank you for inviting me Yours. back. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Miss it. Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, all right. Until next time. Um, you're so good on this episode. I love you, Tim. I love you, Kirsten. Love you both. Bye, love Kirsten. You too. Love you both. Talk, talk Tim, you I'll talk to you Hello. soon. Okay. Bye, Bye everyone. What an incredible episode. Thank you, psychos, for the amazing questions and for listening to episode eight of The Psychologists Are In. Follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.